0: You're listening to Real Talk with MBK, a podcast designed to raise emotional and relational consciousness. I'm your host, Mary Beth Konis. Real Talk with MBK will regularly cover sensitive topics, so this podcast is for adults only and may contain adult language. Also, Real Talk with MBK is not offering any psychiatric or medical diagnoses. We're here to open up conversation about the beautiful, gritty experience of being human. So if you're ready to awaken your mind and ignite a more creative approach to your life, you're in the right place and welcome. Well, happy holidays to all of you. I am finally enjoying the holiday season for the first time in several years. And It's been a beautiful time for me and my little family, so I hope it's the same for you and you're able to find joy and peace within yourself and in your homes. However, I do understand that sometimes the holidays can be some of the most triggering times of our lives, being around perhaps our old stomping grounds and all the memories that they can bring. So what better time to talk about all the masks we put on and the ways we accommodate others by adjusting ourselves and who we are. Um, Story time. A a little over a year ago, I became... Actually, it might have been longer than that. I was reading Glennon Doyle's book, Carry On, Warrior, And she talked about how she had a representative and that was like the best version of herself or like this tweaked version of who she really was that she would present to the world. And she'd put on her pretty face and go about and be the confident, um, capable person that everybody needed and wanted her to be. But inside she was feeling extremely vulnerable and scared and unsure of herself and all of that and man that triggered something in my mind and in my heart i was like holy shit i have representatives i do not just have one and this is not p- personalities okay i don't have multiple personalities Although sometimes it might seem that way (laughs) because I can be very emotional and I used to back before I was really aligned with myself or connected um, to my own intuition and all of that. I was all over the place and I mean, it was as much a surprise to me as it was to everyone around me. But what I realized, I mean, this became a snowball effect. It started with... um, My boyfriend at the time had just broken up with me, and I loved him. We did not have what I would call a smooth relationship, being that it was just difficult. It was just always difficult for me because I was constantly low-key triggered by all the emotional shit that I was ignoring. So it was all within me. It really didn't have very much to do with him at all. Um, He was just the proxy of all the things that I needed to face that I was kind of ignoring and refusing to face. So when he broke up with me, I felt this immense relief. I mean, I was giddy almost. And I'm like, this is weird. This This is an odd reaction to someone breaking up with me. And we'd been together for over a year and a half. And so I was like, what am I doing? Like, what is that? What is that that I would get excited? I mean, seriously, I was almost excited. And I wasn't in that I was excited that I lost the relationship. Parts of that made me sad. But what made me so, what trumped that was I was I was living outside of myself while we were in the relationship because... I had this representative that I had to constantly show him or I felt like I had to constantly show him and put on. And that was to be stable and calm and not needy and um, not quite so emotional. Like I still was real excitable and stuff. And obviously I was in grieving and taking care of my kids and adjusting to that whole new part of my life without their dad. So there, there was an allowance for some ups and downs, but I really had to, I felt like I had to smooth those edges out and, you know, kind of be a little bit more balanced than I really felt I was. And so when he broke up with me, oh, I, I kissed that rep goodbye. That representative no longer had to be, and I was so happy that made me so happy and it was such an odd mixture of feelings, and it really caused some disturbance within me when I was, I had that reaction. It really surprised me, and so I dug deeper and kind of processed that over um, a few weeks, and what I realized was I have many representatives, and I'm just going to call them reps because it's easier, <laughs> and my strongest one was my dating rep, and I... Had her from the time I was 14 on, and this was the persona that I was cool, confident, flirty, sexy. And I used her always to get and win and conquer whoever I wanted. And I did, she was awesome at what she did like, super successful. Um, I could get any person, any guy I wanted. Um, if I tried and because that rep was just solid, but here's the deal. It wasn't really me because that rep was needless. That rep was, um, sure and certain of all things in her life and the relationship. She didn't depend on anybody. She didn't ask anybody for anything. I mean, she may ask, but she didn't need them to do it, um, and, and, and the asking was always a test and a way for someone to prove how much she meant to them, and so it was like this twisted little game that I played, and I, and I did it very unconsciously. Um, some of it was conscious as far as like winning the game, and I wanted to get the guy, whoever I wanted at the time, and... And that, I kind of thrived on that chase, which I think a lot of people can relate to. Um, in the beginning, it's like, you're so hungry for that person. And then you get them, and within a few weeks, you're like, oh, wow, that did not turn out how I thought it would. And it fizzles out so quickly. That was the story of my life. Um, so when this all happened more recently, and I'm, you know, on the consciousness path at this point, I was, I was just completely floored. I was so shocked at how strong my rep was, my dating rep, and how predominant she had been in my life, and and the course that she led me on. Because here's the thing: my husband married my rep. So, I, I, I mean that is like as. Much as he struggled with mental illness and as abusive as he was, and as addicted and alcoholism that he was, I presented a lesser or just like a fake version of me, which is really humbling to admit. And there's a lot of room for shame to be there and like self hatred, but. I chose a different path, which is learning from her and my old self and choosing differently um, for my future. So I've been able to reconcile that and forgive myself. Because what I did was I used these reps to um, accommodate the areas of my life that I was not ready to face and I was not strong enough or well enough or supported enough to be able to handle and so I see why I implemented all the different reps um, mostly the dating one I was severely unsafe inside um, to myself there was no trust built there and I couldn't depend on me so I had to um, go outside myself and present a different version of me that sounds a little bit complicated so (laughs) sorry ask questions if that doesn't make sense I will answer them Um, but There were other reps, too, because shortly after I realized this whole um, masks thing that I was doing, um, I started to see them everywhere. I had a party rep, so anytime I went to a party, whether it was a Christmas party or a birthday party for my friends or anybody, just anything, I would put on my party rep, and she would be fun and energetic and friendly and conversational and positive positive and chipper, um, and friend to everybody and no drama and no negativity. And I would literally on the way to parties, I would practice. Okay. So if I walk in and I don't see anybody I know, I'll just head over and get a glass of water and maybe a little snack as I, you know, um, take account of the room and then I'll figure out where I want to sit and maybe I'll go to the bathroom if I still haven't found anybody. And then oh, surely by then I'll find somebody blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like I go through it. I'm practicing how my rep will be. And as I'm kind of playing through how the night will go, I'm carrying myself in a certain way. I'm visualizing myself to be a certain way. And I did this with everything. I mean, like I had a work rep, Um, who was like very assertive, badass, like you can't push me around. I get what I want, um, type of thing. And um, obviously my dating rep was the strongest. My mother, I didn't have a mother rep. That was one thing at the beginning when I first realized this, I was like, oh good. That was genuine for me. That was me being actually in flow. Although, you know, having lived. Most of my life with reps, all the other areas in my life, they definitely um, overshadowed the real me at times. And so it was hard to be authentic even in that sometimes. So why am I bringing all this up? Because we all do this to a certain extent because it's a way to preserve ourselves when we feel threatened or unsure of ourselves whether we're around our family or we're in a work setting or just a new environment or just anywhere. Honestly, honestly, I had like a travel rep too, like the girl who just doesn't give a shit about anybody and doesn't really make eye contact. And then sometimes I'd switch that up and I'd be really like conversational with people and which I don't do that often. Um, I don't enjoy really talking to random strangers on most days. Sometimes I'm in a mood for that, but most days that's just not how I am. Um, I like talking to people that I just know and connect with. Anyways, I don't have a lot of time to talk with um, strangers because usually my kids are around, but anyways. um, So going into the holidays and being at this, and going into the new year, honestly, into the new decade, let's talk about and let's be get conscious of these reps that we have and the masks that we put on in order to feel better in certain situations. Here's what we can ask ourselves. Once you realize you have a rep or you've been putting on this mask, um, which a mask is just something that is covering the truth of what you're feeling or the moment you're in. So, It can be that you actually feel very anxious and you're putting on a mask of confidence and um, certainty or whatever. Or you can feel very upset. Like, I mean, God, that was my marriage. You know, I was very upset most of the time. But I put on the mask of, um, yeah, we're a happy little family and everything's fine. And look at us. We're so pretty and all dressed up for Christmas and enjoying all the holiday traditions. Uh, But inside I was a tornado of chaos and fear and um, disappointment and all of that. So not that we have to wear our feelings on our sleeve necessarily, but what I've learned to do, and this is what I teach people in my coaching work, I learned how to have The most truth and authenticity that I can within my boundaries, within healthy boundaries of um, not emotionally dumping on other people, which I call um, emotionally whoring myself out or being emotionally promiscuous, there's a way to find an authentic strand, no matter how small it is. And just stay there when you go into a party. Like sometimes, I mean, over the last few years, I have not been okay in, on the during the holidays because that was something that was very celebrated between my husband and I. And after his death, I'm just like, it. I just don't want to be here. I don't want to hear the Christmas music. I don't want to eat the Christmas cookies. I don't want to have the presents. I just didn't like it. I was like super Grinch. But for my kids, I didn't want to be super Grinch. I didn't want to kill it for them, right? So I had to find something authentic that could translate between my feelings, my true deep feelings for myself, and you know, the version of my best self that I was being called to. Um that may sound a little bit complicated, but okay, let's take the example for my kids during Christmas and stuff. So I did not want to be bah bug, even though I for sure felt that way inside. So what I did was I figured out a plan for my family that would allow me to be right where I am and not pretend that I'm better or chipper or than I was feeling. But I also would be able to allow my kids to fully celebrate Christmas. So that looked like going to my in-laws, my husband's dad and stepmom's house for Christmas, and they do Christmas huge. And I told them, I'm like, listen, I'm putting all of this on you, if that's okay. And they were great with it, which they were amazing. Um, And they just kind of took over Christmas for my kids, all the excitement, all the fun traditions and all that stuff. I went with them, but I didn't have to be like, the source of energy and planning and all of that for my kids. Somebody else took that role for me and I was just able to show up and be there and enjoy my kids. And that was genuine for me. I really enjoyed seeing my kids celebrate and be happy. Um, but for me, I got to sit kind of on the sidelines and just be, sit in my bah humbugness and um, kind of be grinchy. So that was me not having a representative. That was me not wearing a mask. I just showed up as I was and it was a mess. Like I wasn't, you know, put together by any means I felt. Like a disaster. I probably looked like a disaster. I was but that was okay. That was where I was at. I was grieving and it was extremely difficult for me. So, but I found a way to create an authentic Um, setting an environment for me and my kids to be in so it does take a little bit more creativity and a hell of a lot more consciousness to live without representatives but it is so much more freeing and I'm telling you within months my I I came back to myself, like I stopped living outside of myself and as two versions of me and like this split person of like the real version, the authentic me who was hurting a lot of the time and then the better version of me, the perception of me, which was she had all her shit together, she's like so strong and handling life and whatever. So I didn't have to do that anymore once I started getting conscious about these reps and After that, like after I did it once, and obviously the first one I did, or when I say the first one I did, the first one I moved out was the dating rep. Once I realized that, I was like, oh, to hell with her. She gone now. And and then I was just on a roll, and I was just getting rid of these reps left and right, and um, it became very addictive. And then before I knew it, I was just me. I just got to show up as me everywhere I went, every conversation every situation, every new environment, every travel, every party. It was incredible. And it's been, it's one of the most empowering decisions and practices of my life. And I highly encourage everyone to take time to think about this. Think about when you put on a different version, put on a fake smile. That's a great way. That's a great lead in to a rep is like, How does your face look different than how you feel and why? Why do you feel like you have to do that? Um, And then dig deeper through that and really get to the core. And that's when you can create a boundary for yourself and um, develop a sense of security there within you. So that was a lot, okay? Um, And I get that. It's a very deep concept, but... um, I will probably dive into this a little bit more in 2020, but if you're wanting to go deeper now and go through that work and like you recognize that, Oh my God, I have reps too. I can think of these, 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 um, then, you know, message me, send me an email and let's, let's work together. I want to work with you, um, to help you get more conscious and, and find the empowered lifestyle of living authentically as you, and i'm guys, there is no limit to these reps, like I had a sex rep, I had um, i mean every kind of re- I had a family rep, one that would show up to my family, and I would be this certain type of me, this certain version of me um, with my first family, and i mean the the list is endless, so um really. Think about it. I would love to hear feedback from you and what you're processing. And uh, I wish you the best as you hopefully begin to observe and let go of um, these different versions of you that were maybe a little bit outside of your authentic truth. I hope all of you have a wonderful end of the year and I'm looking forward to 2020. I have a masterclass coming out. Um, that is called Unstoppable, and the first part of that class will be on self, um, and we will cover, the whole course will cover five elements of connection to yourself and the world. Uh, the first of that series will be self, and so we'll dive into a little bit of what I talked about today. Um be sure and look for those links at the beginning of the year. They are just, the each course will just be $35, and it's um, about an hour, hour and a half webinar type of online course. And I'm um, taking one-on-one coaching clients in the new year. So um, I have a limited amount of space there. So if you're interested, make sure and contact me soon. And, um, and then I also have a free Facebook group. Um, And that begins January 1st as well. You can um, look for the links on my social media or just search on Facebook and it's Getting Conscious with MBK um, and it's the first 20 of 2020 and we're going to do 20 days of short video clips just helping you rewire your brain to live more consciously in the new decade. So. I wish you all peace, love, and joy, and we'll talk next time. This conversation isn't just for me and you. It's for friends, family, colleagues, and our children. Please spread the enlightenment with your people. If you found this content to be helpful, be sure to leave a favorable review wherever you're listening from. And if today's real talk was really talking to you, send it to a loved one so they can join the conversation. Thank you again for listening and investing in the betterment of you and the world around you.